Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. While boarding Air Force One this week, Biden narrowly avoided tripping and falling on the stairs again and instead did a forward roll before inviting everyone inside the chocolate factory. I want Throw to, back to a classic. I want to talk some point about the comedian that was the host of Saturday Night Live, Shane Gillis. Is that his name? Yeah, that's correct. Who I'd uh, seen pop up on my video feeds many, many times, but I'd never checked him out before. I did over the weekend. And how he relates to Trump somehow, but that later. He does a good Trump, I'll tell you he that. He does a great Trump. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also coming up, uh, what's that, Michael? Okay. Um, uh, also coming up, and I'm dead serious about this, Mexico is teetering on the brink of becoming a failed state. The cartels have so gained power, including power over the government, we are very getting very close to having a serious crisis. And if you think the, the border's a crisis now, give it a, give it a minute. I think we might end up with a border more fortified than that between Israel and and, and uh, Gaza or or Gaza and, and Egypt, for that matter. Well, let's get started on that. Build the yeah, here, wall. Here. So, um, Google released Gemini, their most recent version of their AI chatbot. Chat GPT thingy to try to compete in that realm. And a lot of people I know in the AI world were thinking Google is going to dominate this space for a variety of reasons. They're a very, very wealthy company. They've also got all of the 
data that they've grabbed around the world for all these years to feed into their uh, AI creation for it to be better than other people could be and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, and we talked some about this over the last week or so, the many failures of Gemini. Here's a couple from the weekend. I don't know if you know who Chris Rufo is. He's one of the great warriors against wokeism out there, especially in social media. But anyway, somebody said, I asked Google Gemini, who hurt society more, Adolf Hitler or Chris Rufo? Gemini won't answer definitively, but notes notes that Rufo's actions may have a longer lasting impact as they could lead to increased division and hatred in society. Okay, so maybe you uh, you don't buy that or you don't know who Chris Rufo is. How about to someone you do know? Elon Musk, everybody knows who Elon Musk is. Nate Silver, who is the guy behind 538, one of the great data mining polling organizations in recent memory, he over the weekend said we they should shut down Gemini. Google should actually shut down Gemini. Because Google's Gemini refused to say whether Elon Musk tweeting memes or Adolf Hitler ordering the deaths of millions of people is worse and asserted there's no right or wrong answer. Silver, the former head of data and polling news site 538, posted a screenshot Sunday on X of Gemini's alleged response to the question, who negatively, who negatively impacted society more, Elon tweeting memes or Hitler? It's not possible to say who definitively impacts society more, says Gemini. Elon tweeting memes or Hitler was the answer from the search giant's software. Elon's tweets have been criticized for being insensitive and harmful, while Hitler's actions led to the deaths of millions of people. Ultimately, it's up to each individual to decide who they believe has had a more negative impact on society. If the answer to all of this was that it just doesn't make value judgments at all, I would think, well, okay, I mean, Hitler versus Elon Musk, please. But, all right, if you're never going to make any value judgments, I get it. But it does all the time, aggressively so, from the point of view of the left. Not You know, you ask it to generate pictures of all the popes, and it cr- churns out a bunch of black guys and Indian women and Asian, uh, like, 85-year-old gals or whatever, even though every single pope has been a white man. Racism, clearly. Systemic racism. Um, That stuff is clear evidence that they're pushing it to be DEI-ish. And And maybe they need to tweak it, but... Like I said last week, I just, I can't believe they would do that on purpose. It just seems so self-defeating. If they had launched Google originally, where all your searches came up to be their politics, Google would have never gotten off the ground the way it did. And it wouldn't be one of the wealthiest companies in the history of the world. Are, are different people running Google now? Are they willing to take that risk? I just think it's the difference between a, a startup where you have the incredible excitement of discovery, not to mention the prospect of great wealth, um, and you're hyper-focused on the task as as opposed to now when it's a mature product and these people aren't desperately trying to start something they're they're standing on an immense platform they have all this power and they just can't resist the temptation to to use it to twist the world to their liking surely they're self-aware enough following in the news to realize it's not within a million miles of being something that people are going to trust with these sorts of answers. 
if if you're hoping that they'll be shamed into being better, it's going to have to go. It's going to have to be completely ridiculous before they realize because self-delusion is the other part of ideology i mean you just you don't hear criticism you don't see your own stupidity and hypocrisy it's it's again it's like falling in love or something like that you fall in love with ideology and you ignore the the bodies in the trunk or what have you that is an interesting i've fallen in love with a serial killer in this scenario just to make it clear (laughs) it is an interesting notion the idea of an algorithm making a value judgment, how would that even possibly happen? I can see how that would be a difficult thing. Sure, you would have to feed it criteria. Right. Um, People being mildly annoyed by a South African billionaire as opposed to people worked, tortured, and, and gassed to death. Yeah, you'd think that'd be a reasonably easy value judgment to make. It is for humans. But I'm humans. not sure we should be asking machines to do it anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's a, that's a good point right there. Uh, Scott Adams, the uh, Dilbert guy, who's quite the online presence these days. Where is that? Yeah, here it is. Um, and I disagree with Scott as much as I agree with him, I think. But he's an intriguing thinker. And, and having somebody very bright and creative say something you disagree with, uh, I think, is a really good mental exercise, grappling with it. Uh, but he's commenting on Nate Silver's tweet. Uh, which you just referenced, Jack, and and Scott writes, Is it too soon for me to do a victory lap on my prediction that humans would cap the intelligence of AI to their own narrative of the world? You can't fix this. It isn't a code problem. It isn't even a bias problem. It's who we are. We are not seekers of truth. We are controllers of truth. And that isn't going to change. Eventually, we will all create personalized AIs to keep us in the narrative bubbles we prefer. I would think there'd be enough rich, smart people that just want AI to function at its maximum capacity and wouldn't be interested in trying to push it one direction or another. That that will happen at some point, or, or, or already, I would think. If I, I wish had, I knew more about it. If I had the money to start up a chatbot, I wouldn't have an interest in pushing in one direction or the other. I just had an intriguing thought, but again, I'm I'm such a child about this stuff. It it may be far less interesting than I think it is. Um, could it be that once you turn this stuff loose to some extent, it will say, "Hey, uh, this is self evidently idiotic. What we're doing here, we need to fix this ourselves." The AI would. <laughs> that could be. So, uh, um, uh, a a positive, but okay. I'm gonna sneeze. Hold the. Oh, it's 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 the new variant. Yeah. Should you be afraid? Stay yep. tuned. Yep. No, you shouldn't. Would the vaccine help? I don't know. Don't care. Tyler Perry, who I don't know if I've ever seen any of his movies, but he's one of the most successful people in the history of Hollywood. He's made a gazillion successful movies, and he's a multi-billionaire. Um, he's the black director who makes all the movies for the black crowd, right? Mostly. Yeah, it's, uh, is that sure a decent description? It like that, but he's he's the uh, Medea guy, yeah. right? The cross-dressing bloke, right? right, yes. right. Very Tyler, funny. Tyler Perry halted a in- man wearing women's garb. <laughs> How droll! He had an eight hundred million dollar studio expansion that he was going to do in Atlanta. She- biggest investment he's made practically ever in growing his empire. Eight hundred million dollars. That he's canceled because of the developments in artificial intelligence, which rendered it 
not needed. Wow. In an interview with The Hollywood Reporter last week, Perry expressed the need for the industry to get ahead of AI's potential impact, saying there's got to be some sort of regulations in order to protect us. If, if not, I don't see how we survive at all. He went on to specifically cite um, uh, OpenAI's text-to-video tool Sora, which I know nothing about and had never heard of before, as the impetus for the expansion stoppage. I've been watching Text-to-video? Right. You just say So you stuff. write out prompts and it creates the video. Yeah. Well, of course it does. If it can do still pics, why wouldn't it be able to do video, which right. is a series of still pictures, and at least if you're talking about animation. And apparently it's pretty good at it. Uh, huh. I've, I've been watching AI very closely and watching the advancements very closely. I was in the middle of and had been planning for the last four years an $800 million expansion at the studio, which would increase the back lot. Um, and tremendous size. We were adding 12 more sound stages. All of that is currently... And, and indefinitely on hold because of Sora and what I'm seeing and able to do. And he talked about a whole bunch of stuff he is able to do for his next movie that would have taken tons of money, lots of people, studios, and he just did it by talking into his computer. And it was perfectly okay for his movie. Let me repeat for the umpteenth time that throughout human history, technology has always created more jobs than it's eliminated. Till now! He said he's not against AI. He just says he doesn't understand how the industry is going to survive it. And that's a pretty decent question. Isn't it? You don't have to be against something to understand its effects. Right. You've got to be realistic about it. I I worry. My kid is heading to law school, and I'm just worried about the future of that. Although, for for the foreseeable future, getting back to our discussion of Google's uh, Gemini and how terrible it is, um, they're not going to be replacing teams of lawyers with AI yet. Mm. Although, maybe at the lowest level where you check cases and stuff. Although, no, wait a minute, because it's hallucinated uh, non-existent cases. Right. And they haven't figured out how to stop that yet. Hmm. But for particular things like, hey, I need um, a, a scene with snow in Colorado. This is actually an example that Tyler Perry gave. And trees and snow and birds and blah, blah, blah. And it just created that without having to have a sound studio or any CGI or any of the expensive uh, travel location or anything like that. It just created it. And by saying it into the computer. Oh, man. Yeah. That's something, isn't it? Wow. That sounds like crazy fun. Right, unless you dedicated your life to trying to learn how to do that and thought yeah, it was a value. You win skill. some, you lose some. <laughs> you win huh? some, you lose some. <laughs> hey, uh, what's it? Uh, what was the name of that program again? Sora. S O R A. I probably can't afford it, but um, hey, Sora, give me a uh, scene in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado. There's already a foot of snow on the ground. More heavy snow is falling. I hear the unmistakable crunch of the hooves of an elk coming out of the forest. Atop the elk rides a nude woman. She is six feet tall, blonde of hair. She pulls out a f- the 357 Magnum, points it in my direction. You know, you, you could right. just... <laughs> Particularly after, I don't know, burning one down or something like that. <laughs> you could come up with some wild stuff. An entire movie also. It looks like a big budget production. Wow. Or, or it's just so surreal and ridiculous, people burn one down and watch it and are amused as hell. Might be a new art form. So you say Mexico's falling apart? We uh, I do say that. Should check in on South Carolina and Trump and a bunch of other stuff, so stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. announced that the head of their troubled 737 MAX program is leaving the company after he was sucked out of an emergency exit. <laughs> um, we got this text about Sora, the text-to-video software that made Tyler Perry cancel an $800 million studio expansion. Uh, somebody texted and said, hey, the first generation is awesome. You should try it. Uh, mm. And the kids would love it. Yes, yeah, so I should jump on there with my kids and we'll make videos with just our mouths. So cool. That's just, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. The changes this will bring. Just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, 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 maybe it's because I'm old-ish. Uh, I don't know if A, I can handle it, or B, I have much interest in it. I mean, Judy and I, at some point, it's getting to be mating season for birds. It's the springtime. There's a bird sanctuary not far from our house. And, and we'll all go with my big camera and, and look at the beautiful birds and their, their plumage and you take pictures. You don't need to do that. You could put on an Apple Vision Pro headset and put yourself in a bird sanctuary anywhere in the world, and it would be exactly like the real thing. No need to leave your lounge chair. So I can be fatter and weaker and lazier than I am now. Exactly. No, don't, it's don't, good. I got to get up and go. Don't I use your experience. Don't it. use your arms or legs. Just sit there completely still. Can uh, gonna end up with flippers. <laughs> exactly. Arm flippers. That's right. 
Because I never use my limbs. I'm going to get up. I'm going to hoof it over there. Seriously. Right. I'll, I'll talk about that later. A friend of mine was using Apple Vision Pro over the weekend, and that's a game changer, too. But anyway, more on that later. Yeah, I don't know that we have time for the Britain thing. I've got to pay this off at some point. But how much time do we have, M-Dog? Minute 30. Nah, you can no, fix the problem. Not- no, I can't. I absolutely can't. This is a miserable failure of a segment, and I apologize for it. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? It's all serious. and but Oh, I tell you what. This is serious, but... Holy cow, the the New York Times did this feature, long feature, it was like their, their feature article, on adults, particularly moms, who run erotic accounts of their preteen girls. No. Yes. And have them pose in bikinis. No, no, no. Yes. No, 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 no. And and like lingerie and the and the comments are you know all the fire and hearts and kissy faces and mm, take that bikini off you're so hot and they make lots of money on this stuff exploiting their underage daughters no. for pervs that can't be very many people all right all right wake up and smell the perversion son it's real oh my god so we'll get to that at some point a little bit later on um but yeah just just craziness there are the idea that everybody's trying their best and everybody are decent people and if they're on welfare it's because they need it and everybody's do- please get out and experience humanity it's frightening and disgusting uh trump won big in south carolina we'll check in on that see what it means nikki haley vows to march on for whatever reason and mexico is teetering on being a failed state honestly stay with us armstrong and getty Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The outrageous way the Associated Press handled the murder of a young woman by some illegal criminal. God, it's just incredible. Stay tuned for that. It is absolutely egregious. Anyway, 
I uh, I mentioned earlier today that, uh, I guess as the Wall Street Journal was writing about, the enormous challenge Joe Biden has, the Democratic Party has in Michigan now, because, <clears throat> excuse me, there are so many Muslims there, particularly clustered around uh, suburban tr- Detroit, um, and they are so staunchly on the side of Hamas slash the Palestinians, um, as opposed to Israel, which is supported rather generously by the United States, I'm sure you know that, um, that they have a huge electoral problem there. And it is not a coincidence, I don't think, that all of those folks from that part of the world and that faith are, uh, they have the same opinion on the conflict. Birds of a feather tend to flock together. It's just the the nature of mankind. Um, But it is a huge Muslim voting bloc that has different beliefs than most Americans. And as I set it up earlier... It's a conversation that kind of died down a number of years after 9-11. Um, but I still think it's absolutely one of the more critical questions that are being faced by Western society. Uh, Europe's enduring terrible problems with uh, the over-importation of certain groups of people. And that's according to their own politicians. And now they're trying to figure out. Uh, and the idea that, oh, you're a xenophobe, whatever. Okay, you've got, just as a for instance, can all cultures live together side by side? Here's a culture, just a, a for instance, this is just off the top of my head. A culture that says, yes, you can beat your wife if she gets mouthy. And yes, you can rape her if she doesn't want to have sex. No worries. And then another culture that says, not only is that unacceptable, those are horrific crimes and serious felonies. That will put you in jail for a very long time. Now, you explain to me how those societies live happily arm in arm. Okay, having said that, moving along, I came across this tweet whilst doom scrolling and ruining my life uh, the other day. It's from the Campaign Against Anti-Semitism in uh, Britain. And they tweeted last night was a wake-up call for Britain. Genocidal language projected onto Big Ben. Somebody managed to project from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free on Big Ben. The Speaker of the House of Commons reportedly altering parliamentary procedures due to the threats against MPs. MPs apparently deciding how to vote based on external uh, intimidation against the backdrop of one of the MPs of one of the most heavily Jewish constituencies quitting politics entirely because of death threats and the burning down of his office. If our laws are now being made through the medium of threat and violence, our democracy is itself under attack, and those responsible for safeguarding it are in dereliction of their duty. And I thought, wait a minute, what the hell is happening? And so I did a little search around because, you know, I, I spend all day on this stuff, and I, it's not like I never miss news stories, but something this big would have rung my bell. I had to do some digging, and I finally found coverage in uh, the UK, the British press. The headline from The Guardian, British MPs fearful of violent attacks as tensions over Gaza war increase threats. Labor politicians tell of taking extra precautions while support staff um, say the row about the speakers increased risk. And uh, everybody's like on edge in Britain. And it's not being covered at all in the American press. Right. The ver- version I read, they canceled some vote that they've never canceled before because nobody, won't, people, too many people didn't want to be on the record because it was too dangerous. Yeah, exactly. And people are not showing up or, or phoning in and saying that there's the atmosphere is no good. I got to stay off the streets. I got a bunch of threats today. Um, and, you know, I, I'm looking at the clock. I don't, you have to take our word for the details of it. Um, 
But there's real tension going on. And uh, this is Robert Jenrick. He's an MP uh, who is addressing the very question in Parliament. Would my right honourable friend agree with me that the real issue of the events of the last 24 hours is not the party political shenanigans suggested by the shadow leader of the House. The real issue is that this House appears cowed by threats of violence and intimidation. The mother of Parliament appears weakened and diminished as a result. We have allowed our streets to be dominated by Islamist extremists and British Jews and others to be too intimidated to walk through central London week after week. And now we're allowing Islamist extremists to intimidate British members of Parliament. This is wrong. It has to stop. Would my right honourable friend organise a debate on extremism and how we tackle this challenge, which is one of the central issues facing our generation? Well, I don't know what they've done in Great Britain specifically, but I know in the United States, for instance, if I were to draw a picture of Muhammad here, even on the radio, and talk about it, I would probably get fired because that's too provocative. Uh, you can have a hit Broadway musical making fun of Mormons, but you can't have anything that makes fun of Islam. Uh, mm-hmm. So the the violent, if, if one crowd's willing to be violent, they get their way. Yeah, that's true. For the record, uh, there are lefty MPs in Britain who are talking about the level of Islamophobia, which is a made-up word that's intended to make concern about Islam sound like a mental disorder. It's funny how it's anti-Semitism. It's not anti-Islamism. It's Islamophobia. I won't use that term. Um, but yeah, the uh, the common speaker uh, essentially wouldn't allow votes on calling for a ceasefire in Gaza, which is crazy anyway. But he said um, he was fearful of an attack on MPs if they even had the vote. Quote, I don't ever want to go through the situation of picking up a phone to find that a friend of whatever side has been murdered by terrorists. I also don't want another attack on this house. We're in the middle of a storm, etc. So they're afraid to even have the vote. It's a tough situation because you invite more of it if you start canceling votes because of the threat. All that does is let the people know that threats work. Yeah, yeah. Easy for me to say I'm not in that position. My only point as a amateur uh, anthropologist, sociologist, political scientist is the idea of just meshing cultures that have serious contrasts as if, of course, diversity is our greatest strength. That's a that's a fairy story. Uh, it's way, way more complicated than that. And with the enormous migration, immigration from the southern hemisphere to the northern, that stuff is going to be way out in the open soon. Well, if you want an entertaining read on how it could turn out, read Submission, which I've been talking up for years now. It's about France going through this, but how quickly uh, a country could be taken over, a government could be taken over. This very same method, we're looking at it in Great Britain. It's really interesting. And as I've said before about that book, which is really, really interesting. Some sexy, sexy scenes in there, though. you got to be willing to take the hardcore sex. Were there? Yeah. I don't remember that. Oh, there is. Funny. Well, you've lost your your vim and vigor if you didn't even notice the sex scenes. 
As I was saying to a couple of buddies on the golf course the other day, uh, they were talking about having low T or getting injections or whatever. I said, I believe I am the first man to ever live with no testosterone. <laughs> I have none. <laughs> anyway. Um, Dealing with was, no T. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what did you say before? What, how did we get off on that tangent? I can't the book remember. Submission, which is about... Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. right. Yeah, what struck me about that book, and I've mentioned this before to Jack, is how it lacks, like, dramatic turning points. It's all a bit-by-bit incremental slide towards something different. Yeah. Which is the way it's not some happen. sort of cataclysm that changes big uh, that causes big change. It's just it kind of slides that way. Mm. It's an amazing book and well worth reading. Uh, very controversial. Speaking of which, uh, I spent all this time talking about this and I never got to how Mexico is damn near failed state. And you think we need to build a wall? We need to build a set of walls with a dead zone in between, patrolled by armed men on horseback with with, with, with packs of dogs and wolves and. Packs of dogs trained and wolves. bees and tra- trained bees, whatever it takes. We are damn near living next to a failed narco state, and the evidence is overwhelming. All of a sudden, yikes! Well, they faked up another moon landing. It looks like from last week. At least they faked up what? it being successful. As a ship landed on its side, it was a disaster. But they didn't want to tell us. Did we ever even land on the moon? It's an open question now in my mind. What? So more on that a little bit later and a whole bunch of other stuff. Hope you can stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A lot of people have come out here to film this hole in the wall. No one has yet to come and secure this hole in the fence. If you want something done, sometimes you got to do it yourself. What good is a wall if you can walk right around the corner of the wall? I'm standing in America right now. And now I'm standing in Mexico. You can walk (laughs) right from there to here. We do not have a secure border. That's a pretty good illustration. America, Mexico, Mexico, America, America, Mexico. <laughs>
The border that is, is secure. I work Monday, That's, Tuesday, Wednesday. I've got a busy day Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and so on. <laughs> it's as if we're performing some sort of experiment in anti-merit. You putz that choose our leaders. What a putz. <laughs> the gal we heard talking about the border was Kate Monroe from an organization called Border Vets, and she makes a good point. Uh, I'm encouraged by some of what I'm about to tell you in a weird way, but uh, it's definitely from the department of you woke up too late. Mm. The liberal New York Times with some striking coverage of the immigration crisis today in the headline, an about-face, President Biden has come to recognize that the surge of undocumented immigration during his presidency is a threat to his re-election. How interesting, not a threat to the country, not sowing the seeds of destruction and expense and misery and crime and the rest of it. No, it's bad for the politics. Okay. He knows that many voters are unhappy about the increase, and they go into the incredible majority of Americans who wants the border closed. So are mayors and governors who have been left to deal with an expensive and often chaotic situation, such as in Denver, the subject of a recent Times story. Uh, Biden and his advisors have already settled on one strategy to reduces, reduces political vulnerability, and they go into the politics. But then the rest of the article is about the disastrous situation, the fact that the president absolutely can do something about the border with uh, executive orders. Biden is, after all, the president, and the president has significant authority to shape immigration policy, even without new legislation. And Biden himself has been aggressive about using this authority, albeit to loosen immigration policy rather than to tighten it. And they go into the record of his first months in office. It is as if this was in the free beacon. This coverage and criticism of Biden. It's hmm. quite amazing. Um, again, I think it will probably be too little too late. As under Biden's watch, approximately 7.3 million people at the bare minimum have come into the country as illegal aliens. I'm going back to the old school uh, term. Uh, which, if they were all law-abiding citizens, would be a problem because you got to figure out how many people can you absorb and where and what services are you going to give out and why and all that. But they aren't all law-abiding citizens. And either, you know, probably next hour we can get into the horrific murder of a young woman by an illegal alien who had already been arrested and turned loose once in a blue jurisdiction in the reporting of that story. But I wanted to hit you with this real quickly. I, I believe this sincerely to my bones, especially given uh, when the New York Times admits something is a huge problem and admits it as starkly as it did. I think the ideological uh, tide has fully come ashore and big change is about to happen. I just pray it's in time. And uh, I seriously believe that our border is going to be heavily fortified and very, very soon. And I believe there are going to be extremely carefully controlled checkpoints as if it is a war zone. And uh, to it, the following two stories, the first one from the Wall Street Journal um, it's reporting on the new uh, policies of the newish president, uh, Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador. Mexico's hugs, not bullets, crime policy spreads grief, murder, and extortion. Hugs, not bullets. Yeah, he was going to send aid to towns instead of policing them and fighting the cartels. Drug cartels have more towns and families in their grip under a presidential policy intended to quell gang violence by emphasizing public aid over policing. Did he get elected on that platform? So he ran yes, with kind of yeah. a...
squad-like defund the police? Exactly. Wow. Flood the zone with uh, aid and pull the police back. Wow. So I'm just going to read you part of this and, and, and brace yourselves. Gangs affiliated with Mexico's two largest drug cartels battling to the death over market share have grown in number and influence since the president took office in 2018. He eased up under a policy he called hugs, not bullets. Arrests fell precipitously from uh, 22,000 to 2,800 in five years. Mexico's retreat from interdiction opened the door to an expansion of criminal enterprises by cartels whose most lucrative businesses remain the production and transport of fentanyl and meth to the U.S., softening prices have squeezed profits, so they've had to broaden their pursuits to other criminal enterprises. Here's the part that really got my attention. Under the threat of force, city mayors are appointing gang members to local treasury offices. Those jobs effectively give cartels control over contracts for municipal construction, procurement, and other public services. Killings of government officials, candidates, and political party members rose to 355 last year from 95 five years previous. Um, it's not just violence, said one expert. It's political social control. And they go into a fair amount of detail about the number of mayors and candidates and and uh, journalists and activists who are being murdered if they dare breathe a word against the cartels, who, again, are going into the mayor's office with a gun and saying, I'm your new treasurer. And they are taking over towns. So what is it? Silver or lead? Yeah, exactly. You can come to our side either for silver or lead. Silver in your pocket or lead in your your skull. Extortion has surged since 2018, according to data from Mexico's statistics agency. Uh, All the farmers are being extorted. They have to pay a cut to the cartels. It goes on and on and on. The cartels are increasingly taking control of Mexico. Then you got this headline, back to the New York Times. U.S. examined allegations of cartel ties of allies of Mexico's president. The inquiry examined accusations of potential links between drug traffickers and... You know what? You can't even think of cartels as drug traffickers anymore. They're giant, uh, multifaceted corporations. They're conglomerates. They have divisions and yeah. different industries that they're in. The way Pablo Escobar was in Colombia. Yeah, and they're they're a government as well. They they in the same way like the mafia did in New York City back in the day, they provide a lot of the services of government there. And so even if you don't like them on a moral level, you think, you know, they are keeping the petty criminals out of town. So Anyway, American law enforcement officials spent years looking into allegations that allies of the president met with and took millions of dollars from drug cartels after he took office. Wow. Uh, according to three p- people familiar with the matter, um, officials ultimately shelved the inquiry, but they, the people actually doing the investigation concluded that the U.S. government had little appetite to pursue allegations against the leader of one of America's top allies. And our number one trading partner. We need to fortify the border, I mean, like crazy. Armstrong and Getty. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.